0: Hey guys what's going on Cameron here with The Lawn Care Life in Missouri and so a week ago today I was packing for uh, for our big trip to Minnesota. So last week this time I was uh, getting my bags packed, getting everything that I needed ready to go. I was actually working until dark but uh, I packed real late at night before uh, the morning before I headed out. but. We we ended up heading to Minnesota. Me and like I said, a handful of guys met there at the Mall of America. I've never been there. I've had family that have lived in Rochester in the past, and they've always talked about the Mall of America, but I've never been there. But it's a pretty neat uh, setup. They have a hotel right there inside the mall, so you got the hotel. You can actually walk from the hotel straight into the mall and uh, inside the mall man they have all kinds of places cool places to eat they have a roller coaster set up in there they have all of these um like a lego land for the kids it's just man if you were a kid and you went to this place you would be like blown away and uh so excited to to head to mall of america because it's a really cool spot not only for kids but It's a good spot to meet with a group of guys and hang out and share ideas and create content. And uh, it was just a fun time. So, like I said, this time last week, packing my bags, I ended up driving. took me about ten and a half hours, uh, not taking into consideration stops, fueling up, maybe getting some lunch or something like that. But about a ten and a half hour drive is what it was from our area here in Missouri all the way up into Minnesota. So a lot of guys, well, I think everyone flew except for me. I kind of live in a bad area, very rural area, and there's no close airports, you know, where I'm at. So St. Louis is about, the airport anyways, is about three hours away. And then you got Memphis Airport, and it's about three hours away. So either way you look at it, whether you go to st louis whether you go to memphis uh, the airport there it's about a three hour drive just to get there and then you have to find where you need to go and uh, run the routes and do the things and and finally hop on the plane and not only that but especially st louis if you're flying out of st louis you got to head to dallas you got to head to houston anytime you go anywhere else so you're basically driving three hours to St. Louis you're getting in a plane you're going down to Dallas or Houston and then you're shooting east or you're shooting uh, up north so the flight was going to be about six hours so I'm thinking if I drove three hours to St. Louis or Memphis spent six hours riding on a plane nine hours already plus you know nothing goes right when you're flying I mean there's always a hiccup there's always a delay there's always something that slows you down or or uh, you know there's always something so I decided you know what instead of doing the flying thing I would just hop in the truck same thing when I went to um, echo headquarters and same thing with the GIE's the GIE expo is about seven hours away and it's just quicker just to hop in the truck and then just to take off. So that's what I did. You know, I drove 10 and a half hours up into Minnesota. And it was, man, it was the best drive. I mean, it was by far the best drive that I've uh, taken in a really, really long time. Because we didn't get to go to the GIE last year. So I missed out on the road trip there. I just like getting in the truck, I like kind of being by myself. And I like getting out on the road, and no distractions. um, You know, nobody bothering me, and just getting out on the road and and uh, and 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 thinking about my life, thinking about my business, thinking about my goals. um, Just talking to God along the way, and and uh, listening to Him. You know, it's so. It's so hectic, the world that we live in today. There's so many distractions. If you have a cell phone, and I'm pretty sure you do, you have a constant feed of information coming at you all at once. I think I read somewhere one time where in one day, we have more information thrown at us in one day than the average person had thrown at them like 10 years ago like in 10 years. So just imagine that. you know all this information that's thrown at us in one day, people years and years ago, they didn't even have that much information consumed in like 10 years. So it's information overload. Um, we're always stimulated by information coming in, whether it's by phone, whether it's by TV, whether it's by your computer, your internet, your radio, whatever it is, there's always this stream of information just rushing into your mind. So we never really have time to uh, to wind down. We never really have time to shut things off and just get with God and and think about you know the things that we want to do in this life. We're just here, man, for a very very short period of time here one minute gone the next and that that time in between is real valuable Uh, some of course have more time here than others but the time that we do have it's really important that you use it in a way that i honor and glorify god and ultimately you know grow the kingdom so i'm sitting here in the truck i'm taking off on my trip I wanted to get off about 5 o'clock in the morning, but it was about 8 o'clock in the morning before I got off. So I knew that I was going to be pushing it to get there by dark, but I ended up getting there by dark. But the whole ride, the whole trip, I was able to just shut things off and just get with God and talk to Him and just have... A time to listen to see what he's saying to me and the whole way on the trip I had a piece about it all and so from Missouri to Minnesota once you get past St. Louis area it's like nothing but farm fields so I felt right at home I grew up on a farm we got about 1,200 acres that we farm here in Missouri got soybeans we got rice and so when I, when I got above the St. Louis area, everything just kind of opened up. And for miles and miles, all you could see was cornfields and a few soybean fields here and there, but for the most part, it was a lot of cornfields. And so as I'm driving through there, there's not a whole lot to distract you there's whole, not not a lot of billboards. There's not a lot of businesses. There's not a lot of retail stores. There's just me, the road, a whole bunch of fields, and not very much traffic at all. So, needless to say, I had time to think about things. You know, I wasn't bombarded with advertisement. I wasn't bombarded with information overload. And I really got to think about my life. I really got to think about the direction, the vision. And the more and more, well, I should say the older that I get, um, I've been doing lawn care for 20 years, so I've spent a good deal of my time doing lawn care. But the older that I get, the more I realize, you know what, this lawn care life um, is important, it's fun. But it's not the only thing. It's not the only thing that I'm going after, that I'm searching for. Um, It's just a little piece of the puzzle because there's a bigger picture. And I know a lot of guys, they get consumed by their business. They get consumed by making money. They get consumed by growing their business. They get consumed by trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work, trying to get the edge. Um, And you talk to them, they're fired up. They're talking about their business. They're talking about how they're going to take it to the next level. And that's awesome and everything. I want you guys to have vision. you have. want you to have goals. But the ultimate thing is not... Look at Cameron, man. He has this huge boom in business. Look at Cameron. He has this huge social media following. Look at Cameron. He has this huge thing going on. Because... When when I'm done, when God is done with me here on earth, and uh, and I step into eternity, I don't want to be known for social media. I don't want to be known for having to move in business. I don't want to be known for being able to go on vacation whenever I want, being able to afford anything at all that I wanted. The only thing I want to be known for is just showing others the love of Christ, and that's that's where I'm at, man. It's... Like I said, I've been doing this for 20 years. I enjoy doing lawn care, but it's not—it's not the main thing. It's not the ultimate goal, you know, of of building this huge business. My grandpa—I watched him. He moved from Arkansas up into Missouri in the 50s, in the 60s he started farming, 70s, 80s, he really took that land to the next level. And into the 90s and 2000s, I mean, his business was booming. He spent all this time, effort, energy into the farm. Built it into this huge, I mean, just huge, successful farm. But looking at it, you know, from the outside, it it looked awesome, it looked big, it looked successful, it looked, I mean, he had the money coming in, he had the equipment, he had it all. But when it comes down to it, and does he have the love of Christ living inside of him does he have um does he have that desire and passion to share the with the world Jesus Christ you know the bible says the word says you know what does it uh if you if you gain the whole world and lose your soul i mean that's what it's about you know Gaining the whole world and losing yet yeah, losing your soul. And that's kind of uh, the way I look at things. You know, a lot of guys, they're successful from a worldly standpoint. But for eternity, for a life with away from this world, you know, how does that look? What, what does that look like for them? And that's the ultimate goal, man. That's the ultimate goal. I want you guys to succeed in your lawn care, landscaping business, whatever you have going on. I want you to be profitable, I want you to be blessed with plenty of money for you to help out others and to live a a nice comfortable life while you're here on on earth, but the ultimate goal, man, is way bigger than that. And And so I go to this event and I see what everybody else is doing and I see what their goals, their vision is. And not everybody is a believer. I understand that. Not everybody has uh, the passion and the desire to follow Christ. And you just listen to all these people talk about all these things. A lot of great people. I mean, a lot of really great friends that I met up with in Minnesota. And you just listen to their mindset And a lot of them, and this happens everywhere, it's not just with the guys that I met up with or the guys that I'll meet at GIE or the guys that I'll meet here locally that I run into, but there's a bigger picture, there's a bigger place that you want to be than to gain all this success while you're here on earth. So... A lot of guys talking about their business, like when I go to GIE, a lot of guys will be talking about how they're growing, how they're building, or man, how they're struggling, and how they just want it so bad to make more money, to grow their business, to add more crews, to get more equipment, and uh, you know, I was there at one point, man, I was there. I wanted to have better equipment. I wanted to grow the business. But once you're in it for twenty years, and once you follow Christ year after year and you see what he wants, things start changing man your 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 concept of things, your idea, your goals, your vision everything shifts, everything changes, and equipment it's not number one priority anymore making a whole lot of money it's not the number one priority anymore growing your business. Just sell it. it. doesn't even matter anymore. You know, my grandpa he back to the farming, he built this huge, successful business, and his sons, two sons, my dad, my uncle, they helped out on the farm. My dad did a hundred percent of the work. Uh, my uncle didn't do much work at all. just just that's just how it was. Uh, my dad was very driven, very motivated, very passionate about farming and he wanted to do a good job, he wanted to have a good time. So he put out a whole lot of effort building this business, and keeping it sustained and keeping it going after my grandpa got up there in, you know, age. And my uncle, man, he didn't do anything at all. He's like one of those employees. He was basically an employee that came to work but didn't really produce. And that's what he did for years and years and years. I mean, decades we're talking. My Dad was working by the time he was eight or nine on the farm, and he's uh pushing seventy right now, so he's got a whole lot of time in on the farm i mean he's worked there sixty years easy a lot of people can't say that they've worked you know one job for that long, but he has he's done a really good job at it and but looking at the way my grandpa built the business, you know once my dad Retires, um, my brother and I—we're not going to take the farm over. That's just what we've decided. <clears throat> they spent all that time, all that effort building this business, and God's telling us, you know what? That's not where we want you. You know, and so it's kind of hard—it's—it's it's, to think about it, to think about <clears throat> my dad building this. Or my grandpa building this business, my dad taking it over, and then for my brother and I just to not even pursue it. But when you're living in Christ, when you're listening to what God's telling you, not what the world's telling you, or not what your feelings are telling you, it, it makes a big difference. It makes all the difference. And so what I'm getting at is, you know, I've talked to a lot of people about their lawn care, landscaping business. They they make the comment, yeah, I wanna I wanna build it so my kids will have something. I want to build it so that um so that they'll have a business. Well that's fine and everything, but you may build that business and they may not have anything to do, they might not want to have anything to do at all with that business. So if that's maybe you, if you're listening to this right now, you're building your business, you're thinking you're gonna pass it down to your kids. Or you're thinking you're going to pass it down to um, to whoever? Man, I just want to encourage you. Don't spend your life, don't spend your short time here on Earth to build something just to pass it down to somebody else that doesn't even doesn't even want it or doesn't even care about having something like that. I just want to encourage you guys. What I'm trying to say is. I want to encourage you guys to live for Christ, to follow him, to do his will, and it may not look like what the world wants. So, the world will tell you one thing, and it's almost a given that God's going to tell you something else, because he doesn't care about these worldly things, you know, money. He doesn't care about money. He doesn't care about a big house, a big nice piece of land, a big, you know, a new boat, a new camper, a new truck. The only thing he cares about is showing others the love of Christ. And so when you understand that and when you finally find that, everything starts to change, man, your decision-making starts to change, your, your values start to change, your vision starts to change. And so we're in 2021 right now. I don't know when you're listening to this, but right now it's 2021. I'm 40 years old. And for the next 20 years, man, I don't, I'm not going to spend my time trying to build this business, trying to take it to uh, another level, trying to take it to multiple crews or multiple locations or or, whatever the case may be, like a lot of these people are doing. You know, my goal is to actually cut back on the mowing side. I've obtained the track now. I want to spend a lot more time working in the specialty side of things with the track doing that type of work. But ultimately, man, I want to cut back on working in general and I want to focus on the family. I want to focus on you guys. I want to focus on showing you guys the love of Christ. Showing you guys who Jesus really is. And uh, and guiding you to have a relationship with him. Because, man, I'm telling you, you can have the best business, the best house, the best car, the best truck, all the new equipment. You can have it all, man. But what is it? for a man to profit the whole world, you lose a soul, and it's not worth it, man, all these worldly things, it's just not worth it, because when it comes down to it, and when your time has ended here, and guys, no longer, no longer needs you here on earth, we're going to pass into one or two places, man, and we... says the path is wide, the gate is narrow. And when we pass through, man, it's going to be that's it. We're going to leave this world behind, we're going to leave family behind, and we're going to have the eternity to live in a place called heaven or a place called hell. Hell. And that just, where you end up is just going to depend on who you put your trust in while you're here on earth. Are you going to put it in the world or are you going to put it in Jesus? I know that's a lot, man. I didn't even, I wasn't even going to talk about this. I wasn't even planning on talking about that. I was actually planning on talking about the trip up to Minnesota. And I guess I'll, I'll touch on that just a little bit. Because that's the reason I intended to start this podcast up. But when God's giving you word, man, you just roll with it. And you just share what God's put on your heart. heart. And that's what he was telling me this morning. But the, the trip to Minnesota, man, we, we went up there. We met with, I don't know, probably 10, 12 guys. Had a great time. Uh, shot a little video content. Uh, Paul Jamison, Naylor, Faro. They had their podcast going, so it's kind of a podcast marathon on top of shooting some video content and just talking to guys and sharing what's going on in in our lives and our business and just listening to the goals and the vision that they have for their for their business and for their social media brands that they've created. It's just kind of wild that these guys. Start out with the lawn care business, for the most part, every one of them. Share with the community what's going on along the way. And that opened doors to a social media brand that they've created out of nothing. And it it just goes to show you the entrepreneurial um, mindset of a lot of these guys. So it's just neat to see the different ways that each content creator has uh, created this brand this this, uh, this image for the lawn care community like Paul for instance you know, he had a lawn care business and he's created this podcast you know one day and I don't remember the story exactly where he was at but he's just driving down the road man and God speaks to him and says if you build it they will listen if you build it they will come you build it, they will listen, and so he built this podcast, and I'm getting goosebumps talking about it, but as we're at the Mall of America, and he's about to interview Jordan Netzel with Lawn Tools, Jordan didn't really know a whole lot about Paul, and I'm like, hey, Jordan, are you ready for the podcast, and he's like, yeah, I I mean, yeah, I guess, and I was like, man, Paul, he's big time over there, he has a, uh, a top 100 podcast and he's like, looked at me like, what do you mean? So I started to explain, I started to share a little bit about Paul Jameson and his Green Industry Podcast and Jordan was kind of blown away, you know, he's like, what, for real? It's a top 100? And I'm like, yeah, for business, for entrepreneurial, he's in the top 100 podcast. That's pretty amazing. I mean, he started with nothing. Just as he did his lawn care landscaping business, just like a lot of you guys are starting your lawn care landscaping business, you're starting with nothing but you're building it into something. You're building it into a business. You're building it into um, an outlet to provide for your family. I mean, that's why I started my lawn care business. started the lawn care business to pay the bills. And then now the lawn care business has evolved over the years and become more profitable to take care and provide for my family. And same thing with the social media side of things. You know, you start creating this content and you start working with other brands, and suddenly it turns into sharing with the community what you're up to in your lawn care business. Sharing with the community. And I think a lot of guys they start, this is where they start in creating building brand. You know, they start by, by helping. They want to help others, just like they do in their lawn care and landscaping business. And then ultimately, they want to share with others what's worked for them so that they can help others that were struggling like they did early on. I struggled for like 10 years, man. I, I was a slow learner. I, I It took me forever to figure things out. Still trying to figure things out. And I will always try to figure things out. But it took me a long time to figure things out. Like 10 years into it, I'm like, man, I'm not where I need to be. So I start evaluating things a little more. I started gaining some more success, um, making some more money. And then I start sharing with the community, trying to motivate them and inspire them. Hey, if you're in my boat that I've been in for the past 10 years, don't go down that same path. Change your thinking right now. Um I like to tell everybody you change your thinking, you change your life and that's what I live by because I actually had to remove myself from a whole lot of friends that had the scarcity mindset, a negative mindset. Um, I basically and I live in a small town. I live in a real small town everybody knows me. Um, I know everybody else. Um, and I had to remove myself from a lot of people because There were a lot of distractions, a lot of negativity, a lot of people just spinning their wheels going nowhere. And I knew that in order to get to a place where I needed to be to provide for the family, to look at things at a different angle, through a different lens, I had to step back away from those people. So you may be in that same situation today where you're struggling. Maybe it's financially, maybe it's emotionally, relationally, uh, financially. I mean, whatever you're struggling with, Look at the people that you're hanging around. Look at those people that you're hanging around and look where they're going in life. Look where they're at in life. Look at they, look and see if they have any vision. Look and see if they have any goals. Look and see if they have any drive, any passion because those people that you're hanging around with, more than likely you're going to end up where they're at or they're going to end up where you're at. So, Talking to them, getting ideas from them. If they have a scarcity mindset, I'm telling you, it's toxic to those wanting to uh, grow, wanting to get to a new place. And I'm just getting fired up talking about it because I go to this Mall of America. I meet up with a handful of guys that are actually doing something, whether it's their lawn care business, whether it's their social media and their brand that they've built. And I'm cool with it either way. Um, You know, a lot of people start building a brand the brand gets bigger than their lawn care company and so they throttle down on the lawn care landscape business and they pour more efforts into their brand and you know it's it's interesting it's a it's kind of a crazy it's just an animal that's all you can put it but social media is just an animal whether you look at it from Facebook Instagram YouTube whatever TikTok. I'm not into TikTok, but whatever social media platform you're talking about, I mean, social media is an animal. You can get into it. It can open up doors that you never dreamed possible. It can open them up quickly that you never even knew existed. And I think that's where a lot of people are at right now. They've kind of dabbed into the social media things—they've created these brands. They've realized the opportunities are way bigger than maybe lawn care, landscaping, and they've taken their business that direction. And you know, for a lot of people, they'll talk down on them. For a lot of people, they'll they'll bash them, or uh, or or they'll have haters. And I get where. I get where everybody's coming from. I'm on both sides. I I get where you 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 can watch some content, and you're like, yeah, that's cool and everything, but are you doing that in your business? Well, maybe, maybe not. But the main point is, if these people are sharing on social media, and you don't realize a lot of this until you actually start talking to the people that are creating this content, you start being around them so you can see how they interact, and see uh, their goals, their vision. But a lot of these people that are in social media, that are on social media creating this content, they started out just like they did in their lawn care, landscaping business. And then once they started, you know, producing content for their brand, they noticed some things happening. You know, they noticed um, other brands reaching out to them, wanting them to promote products. They've noticed um, other lawn care landscape guys reaching out to them offering or wanting advice. And so they've kind of pivoted and they've kind of built their brand around their audience and around the people that are consuming their content. And I think it's, it's just another entrepreneurial mindset. It's just a way to help others and it's just a way to get out there and to um provide for your family and grow a an, you know a, a second business. So, multiple streams of income. A lot of people talk about it. A lot of people um dabble in it. Maybe it's real estate, maybe it's investments. Um whatever, maybe it's opening up a second business, but I just look at all these people creating this content, building these brands As just opening up another stream of income. You know, they're wanting to provide for their family. They're wanting to get to a better place. They're wanting to um, do big things and and just help others out. And so, talking about all this, man, at the Mall of America, it just kind of opens up your eyes to the vision, the goals, um, what people are wanting to do. I don't even really want to get into this, but... And I'm not going to name names, but for a lot of you guys watching the news, man, there's been a whole lot of... Man, there's just been a whole lot of things going on here lately in this... In this incident, this episode, this... This thing that has... That has kind of been revealed... um on social media so just to give you kind of a little bit more context there was a couple uh, living the van life they were also social media influencers they were content creators they were living their life and videoing their story, just like a lot of guys in the lawn care and landscaping community and they gained a huge following and then all of a sudden one of them comes up missing. And so now everybody's wanting to know what happened, everybody's wanting to know what went on. They've got this huge huge thing going on right now where they're trying to figure it all out, piece it all together. But here's the thing. So, with social media with content creators, they're out there creating content they're sharing it on social media, whether it's Facebook instagram youtube and you're and you're getting a glimpse just a glimpse I mean, you're getting a glimpse of what they create and what they share, but that doesn't mean you truly know the person, and that's definitely the case. I call it the highlight reel facade. So everybody is drawn to the highlight reels, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on TikTok, or whether it's on YouTube. And people are they're naturally drawn to these content creators showing these highlight reels because they think they've got it all together. They think they've they're living the life, they think that their life is flawless or they've... I don't know. It's just... They just see the highlight reel of everything positive and everything good going on and everything. But they don't see the behind the scenes. They don't see the story. um, You know, they don't see the behind the scenes story of what's actually going on and what is actually uh, happening. So... A lot of people are kind of blown away when they see somebody on social media. They see somebody that creates content, and all of a sudden they come up missing because they've watched their videos, they've watched their content, they've consumed all of this that they've that they put out, and they think that it's just an awesome life. It's just adventurous. It's fun. It's entertaining. I mean, these people have to be living the time of their lives. But deep down, man, everybody's struggling. Everybody's going through something. And you don't really see that on social media. So I know a lot of the haters, they reach out, they bash people. They bash content creators. They bash those sharing about their lawn care, the landscaping business. But as I've kind of navigated through this, journey of con- you know creating content myself I've noticed that it's not that they have all these content creators have it all figured out and they're living the life of their dreams I would say 99% of them don't have it all figured out a lot of them are not living their dream but they're just sharing the good things or the uh, the helpful things along the way and so you really have to like I mentioned before on social media I've kind of I've kind of said this that don't live or don't watch the highlight reel of someone else and compare it to your everyday life. And what I mean by that is don't watch these content creators that look like they're living the life of their dreams and don't watch that and compare it to your everyday life your struggles your um, your trials your tribulations that you're going through because I guarantee you these people are going through the same things might not be the exact same thing but it's similar things I should say they're going through similar things they're fighting battles but you're not seeing them man you're not seeing all those battles so don't get too caught up in whatever everybody else is sharing. I know I've spoken out. I don't watch YouTube at all. It's kind of weird that I create content and put some on YouTube. But for the most part, I consume about, I mean all my stuff, 95% of my content is consumed on Instagram. If you create videos, if you create stories, if you create any content on Instagram, I will see it probably. About, about, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say about three or 4% is consumed through Facebook. So if you create something on Facebook, I probably won't see it, but I may, um, if I'm in one of those forums or one of those group pages, I should say. And then about 1% of the content that I consume is from YouTube. So I literally have no idea what anybody is posting Or anybody is uploading to YouTube other than maybe one or two friends that I keep in contact with and then I watch their videos occasionally and not very much so I'm really not big on YouTube at all I do create little content put it on YouTube for that particular audience but I have no idea what you guys are creating on on YouTube but a lot of guys, I'm probably the very, very few people that don't listen or don't watch, I should say, to YouTube. Because I have a lot of friends that will reach out to me and they're like, hey man, did you see what so and so posted? Did you see what uh, this other guy uploaded? Did you see this video, that video? I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I, I haven't watched it, I haven't consumed it, I haven't checked it out. But just from listening, To my friends that are watching or consuming a lot of this YouTube content, I gain a whole lot of perspective on things going on in the YouTube world, and I may comment, I may make a post regarding uh, somebody that has put content out there on YouTube, but the funny thing is, is that I haven't seen the content. I've just have listened to my friends share what they've seen and so I just kind of share with my audience because here's how I look at it if there's 10 people that are sending me messages on Instagram saying have you watched this or have you checked out that and they uh, and they tell me man I, I don't I don't get this I don't get that I'm, I'm not buying this I'm not buying that Uh, I'm not following this guy or that guy. Or look what they're trying to do here. Look what you are trying to do there. If there's like 10 guys that send me messages on a certain topic or a certain certain thing that they've seen or consumed on YouTube, I'll share it on Instagram. I'll be like, hey, you know what? And that's kind of what I shared here recently. A couple of guys talked about guys that have put out content and... You know, they're doing these free mowings for veterans or whatever. And so some of my friends have reached out to me saying, hey man, look at this, look at that. They put this out, they put that out. And I don't even know who's putting the content out. I don't know the people. Um, I've not watched the content. And it may be fine. But just from my perspective from these guys that have reached out to me on different topics, it's like, you know what? I just kind of share with my audience, you know, instead of boasting about you doing something for free and putting it in the title and a thumbnail and showing others how cool you are or how you're saving the world by doing a job for free for a veteran that's homeless that, I don't know, just whatever the case may be. Instead of doing that, how about... You do it, you don't video it, don't tell anybody about it, and just go about your day. I had a really good, um, I don't know, God's just been speaking to me. And like I said in the beginning, a lot of people are con- caught up in the in the content and the likes and the views and the subs and the followers. And I just want to encourage you guys, don't get caught up in how many likes you get. Don't get caught up in how many views you get. Don't get caught up in how many followers you get. Don't get caught up in how many subscribers you get. Because here's the bottom line, man. Your value, your worth, your satisfaction shouldn't be found in man, it shouldn't be found in the world, and it shouldn't be found in all these analytics. Your worth is found in Jesus Christ, and he's the one that's going to say who you really are. So that's all I got for today, guys. I know I jumped around a whole lot, but hopefully you got some value out of this. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, reach out to me, man. You can reach out to me at life at gmail.com. I'll put a, a uh, my email address in the uh, notes here for this Podcast, or you can reach out to me on Instagram at call, C-A-L-L, Grassmaster. Call Grassmaster. Or you can check me out at the Lawn Care Life in Missouri on Instagram. I got two Instagram accounts on there. so You can catch me on either one. But I'm out, guys. I hope you have a good day. I hope I didn't talk too much. But reach out to me through email, through Instagram. And let me know what you guys thought of this podcast. I'll see you guys. Take care. I hope you're having a good day. And as always, God provides.